But to like meander to find a meal, like I just kind of want to eat and then do other like cool things. Like the timeliness of it, I think is a big issue for me. And it really comes into play in a lot of things because efficiency is very important to me. Like I just don't want to waste my time, I guess. Right. I think about how much time is wasted. Yes, you might end up stumbling upon a place that you were never going to go to had you not planned it. But at the same time, I think what's mm, the risk reward? Wasting mm-hmm. all that time mm-hmm. and then getting hangry because we're all starving. <laughs> it's, no. And, and I, I'm all for planned meandering. Yes. Exactly. So gonna, <laughs> that's, the, that's the day we're, we're going to meander. Okay. All right. Yay. We'll do another three, three two, one. Yeah. Three, two, one. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. (laughs) And with that, let's dive in. I can see you prepping for the dive. (laughs) It threw you off. I'm sorry. You were so anxious to spread those wings. I I love it. (laughs) And I saw you do your little shimmies while I was doing my bit. And then I was like all excited when you're doing your. (laughs) Nicole and I are each other's best cheerleaders. (laughs) And it's amazing how much energy, you know, is able to be transmitted across these screens. That's so true. I it's feel so it. True. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, and so, friends, we have been recording two episodes each session that we jump on together. So this is the second episode that we're recording. So we're just building off from all kinds of energy from our first recording. <laughs> yes, we just talked about regret. And now mm. we're going to talk about organization. I don't really know what we were thinking when we put those two together, but hey, I think it's working out great so far. I love it. We're talking about things that we care about and things that... Very true. Top of mind. Top of mind. Yes. Exactly. Well, Nicole, I think I speak for both of us when I say that we are obsessed with organization. So again, very on brand topic for us today. (laughs) Uh, I mean, organization is honestly one of my favorite things. Filing, straightening, color coding, just organizing things in general. Oh, actually, I just got back from Costco today and I bought these bamboo organizers. I'm very excited to take everything out of all my drawers, put these bamboo organizers in there and get to have things in their little spots. <laughs> but the color coding, that mm. is some, what does it, what do you mean by color coding? Wow. So back in my filing days, and I do actually have a filing drawer still, I color code my files so that if they have to do with like house stuff, they're one color. And if they have to do with like health stuff, they're another color. Taxes are another color. Oh. 
And on my computer, too. You're a Mac user, right? Yes. Okay. You know how you can color code um, files and stuff? No. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me you don't know this. <laughs> okay. We totally have to get into this because... I love color and I love organization, but I've never applied. Oh, I'm I mean, very excited for you. Okay. Okay. All right. We have a lot. So to talk if about. you, if you right click on any of your files or folders, you can color code them. So what, what I do is actually, I do have colors for a lot of things that I won't get into that because it might be a little boring for most people, mm-hmm. but One example is a document that we have many iterations of. Like we Mm -hmm. have this document going back to like 2012 when we started our business. And so in the folder for this document, there are a lot of copies and I put like an old folder for the old copies. And then I color red, the one that we're currently using. So that way, when I go into that folder, I don't have to feel like overwhelmed and be like always looking for that. I know because it's the red one. That is so smart. Okay. I need a tutorial after this. We can make that happen for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't even know where this came from, but I just feel like from a very young age, I was always wanting things in order, the way my stuffed animals sat on my bed, (laughs) the way my backpack and my books were organized for school and my desk. Like, did you ever have one of those desks where you lift it up and then inside the desk is all of your things? No, I had those shelved desks, like oh, they had okay. the, the shelf at the back. Mm-hmm. Mm, no. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would always, you know, want my things just so inside of that little desk compartment. <laughs> mm. And I feel like anytime I go out too, I always notice inefficiencies, like lines mm-hmm. at stores not being handled properly. I see traffic patterns sometimes and I'm like, I can't believe that people are driving in this way right now, because if everyone would just do this, then we wouldn't be sitting in traffic. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I just feel like it has become to like part of an obsession that I have. And to this day, I bite my tongue when it comes to recommending better, more efficient ways of doing things, because sometimes it gets me in trouble. (laughs) But it's because organization has served me so well. I see how keeping my files in order helps me save massive amounts of time, like color coding the file that Mm -hmm. I need to use red and how uploading donation receipts and tax documents as soon as I receive them help save my sanity comes tax time. I'm experiencing this right now because my CPA just asked me for a donation receipt for a donation we made like in February of last year. Oh my gosh, if I wouldn't have already uploaded that to the tax folder, how long would it have taken me to find it? I might not have found it. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I get such a sense of satisfaction when Omar asks me, where is that? And I know exactly where it is. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I don't spend time searching for things because I know exactly where I've put it. It could be a physical thing or it could be something uh, digital. Total. I feel Mm. the exact same way because there's nothing worse than being like, Mm, I can picture that thing, but I have no idea where it is. (laughs) And I just feel like this organization has opened up so much freedom in my life and peace of mind and a sense of calm. Like you said, you know, it's a great feeling when you're looking for something. And instead of like, gosh, I have no idea where that is. If you can automatically think I know exactly where that is. 
that's just a great feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So I already know that you are as obsessed as I am, but what is it like, is your background on organization as like far back as mine organizing my stuffed animals or like, when did this start for you? I do remember as a kid being very neat and tidy and organized and liking my books on my bookshelf, all organized, things in my room. I didn't like mess or clutter. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even remember if that was, I suppose, you know, my mom, my dad would have told me to, you know, tidy up after myself and all of that. But I do remember always liking things to be neat and organized so it does go I, like I can totally relate to having that as a tendency as, as a child. But where I think you and I differ is how you apply it to external, the outside world, <laughs> which I think is really interesting. I probably do it, too, but maybe not to that, not to that extent. Although I do get upset when people um, say double book or they don't use a calendar and they're not as organized mm. in that way. I think, oh, no, how can you not be – how can you not know that you've got something planned? It should be in your calendar. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or, like, when certain, like, stores or shops, like, they offer one thing, but they don't offer, like, a service that's very related to that. Like, I went to go get new tires this week. And I'm at the tire shop. They have my car up on the thing. Three of the tires are off and they're just taking off the fourth tire about to put on all new tires. I'm so excited that I'm finally getting this thing accomplished, right? Because it's been a very long time coming. And he comes out and he tells me that he can't get one of the like lug nuts off from the tire because it was screwed on improperly or something in a previous tire rotation or however it happened. And... He says, so when I take it off, I might break it. And I said, well, that's okay. Certainly you can replace it with a new one. And he goes, oh, no, we don't do that. Oh. And I was like, this seems like the most inefficient, ridiculous thing. Literally had to put on my three old tires. I had to drive my car away, take it to a different shop to get the thing replaced and then bring it back to the place okay that's hyper niching tires that yes. is too too niched <laughs> i just feel like it's just a very great example of like how in the outside world i just experience these things and i just don't understand how that could possibly be the case that you'd not be able to fix that in one place so inefficient that's true yeah that's a good example Hmm, I'm trying to think if I've experienced something like that recently. Hmm, I can't, but anyway. But going back to when this started, I had um, something that happened to me when I went for my first job really impacted me. So I went for my very first teaching job straight out of, of university and I always used to, I don't know if you did this, um, this is, you know, we're talking... 2003 so um you know less kind of digital mm-hmm. organizations so i kept all my documents my paperwork my degrees certificates all of that i used to keep them in those um spiral bound plastic yeah. folders with the plastic mm-hmm. sleeves i always had that i kept it up to date it was like my resume had everything that you know that i would need if i went for a job if i had to yeah and I went for a casual position. It was a maternity leave at this uh, 
it was a high school and I had um, my CV with me and I remember being interviewed. The principal was there, the head of department was there and he, you know, at one point he turned to me, the head of department and said, okay, well, do you have your um, resume? And I, you know, I pulled it out. I had this beautiful folder, you know, and I got the job, right? And after when I got the job, I remember the head of department telling me that, oh, you know, we were very impressed at the interview. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, you know, we interviewed a whole bunch of candidates. You know, you'd ask them for their for their CV and they'd be rummaging, shuffling through these papers in their bag. Oh, oh you know, here you go. Here's one piece of paper and then shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Here's another piece of paper. But mm. you were so organized. You took out your CV. And I was like, really? Yes. <laughs> it seemed like this is going to be really easy from now on because that seemed to me like a very obvious thing to do. But yes. And, and, and that really stayed with me because I thought, okay, the bar's pretty low as to how organized people are these days. <laughs> I think that's so true. I was just thinking that when you were saying that, I vastly, um, I guess, overestimate how other people treat or feel about organization because it's so important to me. But then I go out and see people like when I, when I go to Costco, I have my Costco card out like when I get out of my car, but some people are up at the door with their shopping cart, holding up the whole line of people behind them, rummaging through their bag to find their Costco card. I'm like, you knew that you were going to need to get this out. Like, can't you put it in the front pocket or something? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it's these like little things that I really don't think a large percentage of the population thinks about. Yeah, when I organize, um, you know, dinners with friends, I have a friend who's an executive assistant. And so she's very much planned, organized. She organizes other people's schedules. And she said to me one day, you know, I really like, you know, when we organize things that you're very organized because both of us are like, okay, what time? Let's get our calendars out. Let's do the book. Who's going to do the booking? Like we just immediately, you know, action all the items so that dinner happens. We know when, what time, how many, all of that. And, yes. um, and normally her friends always expect her to do it because that's part of her day job. But I'm all over. It's like, will you do the booking? Will I do the booking? Mm. Who's going to do the booking? <laughs> it's like, you're so organized. And I'm like, mm, that little sense of satisfaction, you know? Well, and I feel like planning, planning's a big part of that too, right? Because if you know the time and where it's going to be and you have all of that in your calendar and you know what you're going to be responsible for, what can I bring? Then you can prepare ahead of time. You can go to the store, you make whatever you need ahead. Like it's all a part of this like very, again, back to the like peace of mind, freedom, sense of calmness. Mm -hmm. Like you're not feeling like, oh my gosh, I guess I'm going to a dinner party tonight and I'm not really sure what time it is. And I don't even know if I'm supposed to bring anything. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have friends though, that are the opposite and kind of find or get annoyed at your organization skills or like, because it does bleed into planning, right? Mm. If you're a very organized person, then you tend to be hyper planned. Mm-hmm. And then people who are a little bit more spontaneous, I've found, can get a little bit annoyed or put off. Yeah. Does that yeah. happen to yeah. you? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, sometimes um, actually my sister, who's also a very organized person and a, a great planner, it like she'll reach a limit where she'll be like, I can't talk about this right now. I'll be like, okay, respect the boundaries. <laughs> 
Yeah, but or like yeah. when I was planning um, our recent trip to Melbourne and my brother was down there and I was like, okay, we have to plan all the dinners so that we, you know, all the reservations are done. And he just said to me point blank, Nicole, we do not have to plan every single meal. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, I guess on one end, like, do you ever find yourself though in scenarios where I don't, I guess in some scenarios, I feel better about letting go. I, maybe it's control thing too. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, but if I don't plan it, nobody's going to. And then I don't want like six people starving, trying to have dinner and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. But like, I do think that there are certain scenarios where you're like, okay, let it go. We won't starve. And maybe it'll leave room for like a spontaneous, like really cool experience. Um, Yes. I had that with friends, traveling with friends. I was all very much about finding the next spot to go to. And at one point they were like, let's just meander and find a place. I'm like, "Mm." meandering (laughs) might might mean we don't eat until three hours later. (laughs) And I'm not into that. Well, and I think that, I I mean, I guess I wasn't thinking it going into this episode, but I feel like such a massive part of organization is the time essence of it. Because like to me, if we're going to meander through a city that we've never been to before, like, okay, cool. We might happen upon some neat things. And if we have Mm -hmm. extra days there, that's all fine and good. But to like meander to find a meal, like I just kind of want to eat and then do other like cool things. I don't, you know, so like the timeliness of it, I think is a big issue for me. And it really comes into play in a lot of things because efficiency is very important to me. Like I just don't want to waste my time. I guess. Right. I think about how much time is wasted. Yes, you might end up stumbling upon a place that you were never going to go to had you not planned it. But at the same time, I think what's mm, the risk reward wasting Mm, all that time mm -hmm. and then getting hangry because we're all starving. (laughs) It's no. And and I'm all for planned meandering. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's the, that's the day we're, we're going to meander. But I think about how, my organization skills compensated for my lack of skills in, for example, when I started doing film work, um, you know, I wasn't a very good filmmaker. I had just learned how to make some videos and edit videos. So when I got my first um, gigs in New York, I think a lot of the times I was able to get repeat clients because I was easier to work with and I had Mm. the professional organizational email communication was on point. Yeah. I was organized. I get, and that gives people confidence. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of value in, um, in being organized because it can compensate sometimes for, all right, I might not be an expert at this, but at least it gives the person a, a hand up almost really. Because that organization, if you're looking for someone to handle something for you and you want to be able to like put your trust and faith in them, then that is 
incredibly high on my list. Like if someone comes to me and pitches a service or something and then, you know, something happens in the communication where like they don't have a list of, have you ever been pitched something before? And then you're like, okay, well, can you send me like a list of the services and give me some more information? And they're like, uh, uh, we don't really have that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, then I don't really want that because I don't even know what it is. (laughs) Exactly. Or they ask questions and you've answered questions and they don't and then they ask the same questions again and it's like did you not read like yeah you're I'm paying you and you're making this a lot more work on me than like you're supposed to be doing the work (laughs) yeah exactly so there's yeah it, it, it it bleeds into a lot of areas I think it's so huge just in business in general too like internally I mean I think that having people that you work with and contractors and services and employees and uh, contractors, like whatever it might be, um, virtual team members, organizations, I've never not asked for that on a job description or something like attention Mm -hmm. to detail and organization are very high on my list of what I'm looking for. But I also think that it has to be top down, right? If you are running a business and you're not organized, then that's like another thing that kind of blows my mind. You know, we've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and and business owners and podcasters, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, how do you not have a system for these things? Like they seem very mission critical to your goal (laughs) and it's kind of all over the place, right? So I think that goes back to maybe I'm so grateful that for whatever reason, this came naturally to me, but Mm. for most people, it does not. And a lot of people don't think about that. And it's no wonder that, you know, the struggles and the difficulties of of running a business and and scaling, I mean, scaling, especially Mm -hmm. um, without that organization, those internal systems, it's, it's so hard. A hundred percent. And it's true. Like, I don't know where I got it from either. And it's not to say, oh, how great are we? But it's something that needs to be taught, I suppose. I don't know. Where where do you – because it, it can alleviate so much stress and just create a sense of calm. You said it. Like just having – being organized can really create a sense of calm for everyone around you. Like I think a lot of people waste so much time being disorganized. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like I've set myself up for success when I open up my computer and my desktop isn't just like a cluster F of like a million Mm -hmm. things, or when I walk into my office and I don't have a bunch of crap piled on my desk, or, you know, when I go into my bathroom and I'm looking for a Q-tip and I know exactly where my Q-tips are, like, you know, again, it goes, I really do feel like it touches every area of your life in your house, outside of your house, um, when you're in your car, when you're going to appointments, Mm -hmm. when you're hiring someone for your business, when you're working on your business, when you're trying to do like just hobbies or personal interests or anything like that. I mean, this really does, I mean, at least for me, reaches every single one of those areas. And yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the best way to describe it is like, I just feel like I set myself up for success when I'm organized. And when I'm not organized, I feel like I set myself up to be frustrated, disappointed, um, not on time, you know, Mm -hmm. off schedule. Um, Yeah. 
So, Nicole, you mentioned earlier about that experience you had um, going out for that job and being very organized and having your resume on hand to hand over and that that really worked in your favor. Um, Do you think that people who aren't very organized realize the potential, I guess, implications of that like to think that somebody would have walked into that uh interview and they wouldn't have been very organized but were maybe incredibly qualified for that job and that perhaps their disorganization could have cost them that job and i mean that's just one example right of any number of examples do you think that people just don't realize or do you think that it's just not that important to them or they don't have they just maybe don't have a handle on it. In that example, I almost feel like I got the feedback that was great, that it was reinf- it was a positive reinforcement that, okay, you got the job because you happen to be organized and that's great. So I learned that from that. But I wonder if someone who didn't, the other candidates, for example, would have been given that feedback. Mm, it's helpful if It's helpful if, you know, somebody can just indicate or suggest hey mm-hmm. and i know i've done that with with my brother and i know that he now does use a calendar i know that he's very organized it's not like he's dysfunctional i don't want to paint the picture that he's he's <laughs> you know he he's he's got a you know he's got a lot of responsibility in his work but i think maybe people separate work and life i think in his example his work is extremely organized and there's a lot of attention mm-hmm. to detail and and all of that but it maybe didn't trickle over into some of the the personal mm-hmm. side of things mm-hmm. um because I, we've said this before too like it's a bit weird if you say um with a girlfriend all right i'm gonna whatever it is that you've organized to do i'm gonna put it in my calendar it almost sounds like who are you to someone <laughs> yeah. else but for scheduling. us it's so, like scheduling yeah. and i and i feel like i got that kind of feedback but at the same time I'm not apologetic about it anymore because it, you know, it, it just it creates, yeah, it just, it works for me and it works right. for everybody. It works for everybody else too. Like things are uh, planned and organized and we get to make things happen. You know, how many times do people say we should do this? Let's, let's do something. And they don't actually do it, it because they don't happen. It never happens. And that happens all the time. Yeah. Whereas I'm the first to say, oh, yeah, we should do that. Well, I've got this weekend available. I've got that weekend available. And and then immediately we can action it. And I know it's a bit confronting maybe for some people, but it also means that, oh, afterwards, like, I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we did this. Happen. <laughs> it actually happened. actually happened. Do you think that it's sort of like a... Do you think it's a personality trait? I mean, both of us have made the comment that we're not really sure where it came from. I wonder if it's just kind of, because I know several people who are disorganized and they're happy to be disorganized. Like that's just (laughs) how they work. They don't work in putting things in a calendar or planning out every step of a vacation. They kind of thrive on the chaos, it seems. I think it's a personality trait. Yeah, it could be. But then I'm also thinking about my time in Japan. And in Japan, I felt like organization, cleanliness, structure, all of that was a huge priority. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really liked 
my time there too, because I did feel a sense of calm because of so much emphasis on organization. And I know I'm thinking in my mind about these friends that I have who are the opposite, you know, successful, great, awesome people, but that hyper planning and organization and lack of spontaneity is a real, like they, yeah, they don't perceive it as such a, a wonderful, the, the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, I mean, I can, I've totally experienced that as well. And Hey, this is not to say that like one, that there's a right or a wrong way. We're just gushing our obsession with organization and what it's done for us. But my argument always, um, because I talk about organization and efficiency a lot as a part of my role in our business. So when I'm being interviewed on other shows or, um, from, uh, you know, being on webinars or whatever, a lot of the times it's talking about like organization and attention to detail and, and time management and all these things that we're talking about planning and systems and a big pushback that I always get is that you can't be creative or spontaneous if you are that way. And my argument is always no, 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 quite the opposite. Because if you do have some type of organization and time management in your life, that allows for more creativity and spontaneity in your life. I think that's absolutely the case for me. I mean, do you think that I'd be able to go jaunt around Europe for three months if I wasn't an organized and like very detailed person? Like no way, because I would never have my you know what together to be able to do that um, in the in the you know very comfortable way that I do it again I'm not trying to toot my own horn or, or say that this is the way and there's no other way but I just think it's ironic that that's the argument that you can't be spontaneous or or you know have unplanned time if you are an organized plenty type of person and I think it's the exact opposite I think it allows for that to happen I love that that's challenging I think or debunking a bit of a myth that someone who's planned and organized and sometimes it's referred to as OCD or whatever is the opposite of someone who's spontaneous creative and mm -hmm. and you've just said uh-uh no 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 <laughs> Not true. <laughs> I plan my meanders. They happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I plan my spontaneous time. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, I, re I really do believe that. And, mm. and I believe it because I experience it in, in my own life. So on that note, Nicole, uh, I think that you had actually mentioned this earlier, and I am curious about this. Do you think that organization and planning and attention to detail is something that can be taught and learned? Or do you think that there's some amount of just like, again, like we said, it's a, almost like a personality trait? I feel like it's almost a value. You have to value mm. being super organized because mm. otherwise it's going to be full. I know I'm trying to think maybe somebody who has to do it for their job and they're, they're very, they're expected to be organized, mm -hmm. but they don't really care in terms of 
yeah, for in their personal life, they might not be, or they're okay with clutter. Like you might be okay with clutter at home, but obviously you can't have a really cluttered desk maybe in an office. Mm-hmm. And so you might be a little bit more conscious of it, say in a workplace Yeah. versus, did you ever get into the Marie Kondo spark joy or do you know what I'm talking about? How she teaches people to org- organize her home, their homes Yes. declutter and yeah well I think the premise there is that it can be taught her whole business yeah. her whole you know philosophy is to teach people how to be organized and how and to liberate them from clutter and overwhelm and and all of that and to you know find peace calm and joy with you know the, the, in their surroundings and I was totally into that show I loved it um mm-hmm. So I think, it, yeah, I think it can be yeah. can be taught, but um, you develop a sense of value for it maybe as soon as you start to see the benefits, probably. That I was just going to say that, like, I love that you, I love what you said about it being a value because it's kind of like anything, right? Like you have to want it in order for, or it has to be important to you. Otherwise, you're just kind of like, not in it like you're I mean your heart's not in it sounds a little intense but um it has to be important to you in order for you to invest the amount of time and attention that it requires because it's a big job to declutter and organize and and if you're not used to scheduling things or planning things out like that is a big change Um, so yeah, I guess you do have to be in a place where you want, you're ready for that change. You're ready to invest Mm. the time in that change. Ooh, well, Nicole, I loved this chat on organization and we'll certainly link up that resource, um, Marie Kondo in the show notes so that if anyone wants to check that out, I also have read a lot of, um, well, at least a couple of very solid books on organization, um, so that if anyone's interested in checking those out, they can, we'll link those up in the show notes as well. And as we close out today's chat on organization, friends, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two that you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this conversation and you have a friend who might find this conversation helpful, share it with them. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.